I'm Katie. And I'm Kenna. And, and we're, we're your neighborhood, neighborhood nurses. nurses. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Women's Health Wednesday. Hi, besties. I'm sorry that I sound a little under the weather. Katie came to me today to film yes. this beautiful podcast. We are dedicated girls. We are dedicated Can't girls. Can't miss a week. But yeah. Kenna's on her deathbed as we speak. R.I.P. R.I.P. Can't like, miss it. Should we have you double mask up? Yeah. Mask up. <laughs> But she looks great, honestly. Thanks. I've never seen a cuter, sick person. Thank you. Your skin is still glowing. Oh my, you're so nice. I don't know. What do you think you have? Is it just like the bad cold? Or? I don't know. And I don't, my whole family had strep, but I've never mm. had strep, but I'm oh, not oh. sure. So. Like, open your mouth. Yeah, like, <laughs> your I'm not seeing it. I'm like, you're okay. inflamed. Yeah, it's a little inflamed. Aren't you supposed to get white spots with strep? Yeah, that's what I've heard. But I'm like, I've had just a horrible cough, and I'll get, like, cough attacks. And oh, it's, like, no. so hard. But Dang I'm it. pushing through. Yeah. We're dedicated queens. Cold and flu season is the pits. I know. So hard. It's a hard time. But, well, You've been hanging in pretty good with your arts, though. I know. You had I've, that one that was really bad. Back, like, the holidays, like, yeah. December. I feel like I've had a cough since then, though. Really? Yeah, like, I'll wake up a couple of nights ago. <laughs> Brooks woke up in the middle of the night, and I was, like, gasping for air, and he, like, woke me up. He's like, "What? are you okay? And I was like, no. yeah, I just, I don't know. And I'd wake up with, like, cough attacks. Horrible. Horrible. It's worse at night. Yeah, but I don't have, like, I'm not sick currently. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just a, Lingering. I don't know what's going on. Hmm. Anyway, so everybody scary. pray for us. Send some. Yeah, we need the blessings. <laughs> some Tylenol and... Yes. hydration i guess um okay keeping up with k and k this week mm. was which k and k did labor and delivery as their capstone and it was both of us it was both of us we both were so lucky to get that for our capstone yes and i'm surprised you didn't stick with it but that's when katie was like hospitals aren't for me yes <laughs> and literally we're gonna go into that a little today we're gonna be discussing nursing school tips and tricks just kind of like experiences in nursing school mm-hmm. and anyway we'll the get good, into the that bad, the, the ugly the, ugly. <laughs> the <laughs> traumatizing but really good that was my ugly thinking back on it when I got my capstone so how it worked at BYU I don't know it probably was pretty similar at UVU you signed up for preferences mm-hmm. you put your first one and then all I think we gave five preferences yeah and then locations as well so it's, oh like we which locations. you know, do locations i'm no. pretty maybe i'm forgetting this it's like where where you wanted to go like which unit and then what hospital you wanted to do okay mm, so i did labor and delivery at utah valley just for convenience i think i put yeah. my number one but anyway i don't know a lot of my friends who got their number one so they like randomly picked us all out of a hat and then based really? off yeah that's how they did it for all of our semesters it was like we got envelopes so you'd register for your preference for your this envelope. This sounds like way too like strategic. <laughs> no, you know, yes. it's like okay, who's gonna get what? Yes, and you could switch envelopes with people like based off your oh. clinical site and stuff. I feel like nobody was ever willing to switch, <clears throat> but I do remember. I think it was a semester below us. Somebody was wanting to pay someone to switch an envelope, and the dean had to like send out a formal whatever and say, "Hey, you can't pay people." <laughs> to, like, <laughs> 
so much envelopes. And Wait, then what? they had to update the handbook. Yeah, I remember I was her, not TA, her research assistant. And there was like this scandal going on that one of the students in the semester below us was paying people to switch envelopes with her. You're paying for drugs. I'm paying for my <laughs> ideal capstone. We are not the same. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. But that's crazy. Ours yeah. was like... Yeah, you did your top three, I think, and it was just, like, play, like what unit. It wasn't what place you wanted, and then if you wanted, like, days or nights, whichever you preferred. Okay. That's and cool. so I feel like a lot of people got med surge, honestly. Yeah. Not very many people got labor and delivery. I don't know how I got so lucky to get it. I don't know, like, how they choose that, but I remember telling my instructors, like, throughout nursing school and my especially like the mom baby one I was like this resonates with me like I want to do this like I just don't I don't know I feel like I really told them like how much I was passionate about like either mom baby or labor and delivery right and so I'm like maybe that had something to do with it I'm but sure I got mine at American Fork okay which I loved their L&D unit I've heard really good things about yeah. American Fork they're great and it was yeah. nice because it was, like, a little step down from Utah Valley, so it wasn't as, like, high risk. Yeah. But, like, it's more than Spanish Fork where I'm at right now. Yeah, because I feel like Spanish Fork is pretty... Yeah, we're at, like, a rural hospital, so we get low risk It has pregnancy. its perks. It has its perks. Totally. Which totally. I feel like there's less liability, per se, on you. Obviously, yeah. things happen, but... I shouldn't even say rural. We're a community hospital, because we're, like, not out in the boonies, but... <laughs> out in the boonies in yeah, Spanish Yeah, like, Heber, Heber only has, like, two nurses. What? Yeah, they, theirs is really small. There so. was a, what, a capstone for our semester that two people got, and I believe it was, it was in a rural community, and only two nurses went. They would mm-hmm. go, like, for the weekend. Mm-hmm. The school put them up for hotel and gas and everything, and they'd drive. They'd stay there for, like, however many shifts over the weekend, and they'd come back. Yeah, and it was two of my good friends. I should ask them about that. I feel like it's not That sounds like a fun little, like, thing, but I don't know if I would want to do that for, like, my job. Right. Or your capstone, where you have to do it the whole semester. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you live there, then it's whatever. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we'll get back to that in a second when oh, we yeah. dive more into nursing school. We could, I could talk about this all day. Like <laughs> so know. much of my life was nursing school. Yeah, up until this point. It's only traumatic experience I know. <laughs> to go off of. Oh. Do you have any highlights this week? Highlights. Well, I don't know if I would classify this. I guess it's a highlight. I quit my job on <gasps> a whim. Oh, my gosh. I thought you were yes. going to wait to say this. I was gonna wait. I was gonna wait to say where I'm going because oh, okay, it's like okay. kind of. <laughs> I was like, Kenna literally smacks me. She's like, "Wait, you said you're not gonna go over it." <laughs> Honestly, saying that on a whim too. I don't know. I've been feeling pulled in a in a direction. Don't worry, everybody. It's still a woman's health. Everybody, stay tuned. Once it's like finalized and set in stone, I think I'll share it. But I just don't want to jinx anything or you know. You know, yeah. Until it's done. I'm so excited. I'm but, kind of jealous. It sounds so girl, fun. Come with me. I know. Uh, that'd be so fun. Don't let Dr. T know. <laughs> I know. I'll bring yeah, you no, the they side. know about this podcast. I hope they don't listen. They probably do. But they, they literally do. were like, oh, how's Katie? <laughs> you're like, well, she quit. <laughs> so <laughs> you guys that know. So it's been funny. great. I've been at the same job since nursing school. I actually got hired a month before we graduated in December. So I got hired in November, started working there 
Oh, yeah, I remember that. Before I even passed NCLEX, before I even graduated, whatever. So I feel like I grew a lot, I learned a lot, but I've just been being pulled in one direction in particular. And sometimes you just have to go with your gut. So. Yeah, and I feel like you are going to be really good at it. So everyone stay tuned for where stay Katie's tuned. going. It's I gonna know. Be so fun. I'm gonna bring Kenna too, cause on honestly, okay. like, it sounds so great. So anyway, we're yeah. not gonna jinx anything, but next week, once everything's done, let y'all know. I actually had to go do my drug screen today for mm-hmm. said job. We were saying like, well, Katie was like, healthcare is like working in healthcare is a lot, and it's every a lot. time I get it like a job, I remember I had to do this when I got my like medical assisting job and I got my nursing job. You have to do like the drug screen. And all these, like, tests. I don't know. I feel like there were so many screenings. Like, I had to make sure I had my hepatitis B vaccine. Mm -hmm. Like, so many things. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think you need this for a normal job. No. It's like like signing away your life. Yeah. Because you're in contact with COVID. You're in contact with blood and yes. bodily fluids and honestly as you should be like yes. getting screened like yes. this Which, but it's just like kind of crazy it's like wow we are like pretty intense <laughs> yes you get poked and prodded and then just injected and you don't necessarily have a say in everything Mm-mm. because it's like well if you don't want this vaccine like find another job and yeah. you're like well I can't because this is just medicine and yeah every job is kind of like that but yeah crazy. I went did my urine test today my drug screening, I'm like, I've never had a drug in my life other than Tylenol and ibuprofen. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I, I like, think I'm clean. Yes, can I can vouch for me, Let's but... slip something in your drink. Enough poppy seeds on my bagel, my everything bagel. <laughs> Just, <laughs> have you heard that? Like, no. poppy seeds? Yeah, I'm pretty sure heroin comes from a poppy seed. Is it heroin or... Stop. Cocaine. I don't no, know. No, it's heroin. I've never heard of that before. I feel like maybe one of us should fact check that, yeah, but I'm pretty sure heroin yeah, comes let from... Yeah, let me fact check you real quick. <laughs> I'll tell my story while Kenna's fact checking me. But I got there, was there 40 minutes, Kenna and I had plans to record this, and I told them, you know, I have work at this time, because technically this is work, like, here we are, working for y'all, but they they are just sticklers. They're like, nope, sorry, there's this many people in front of you. I had a full bladder ready to go all I needed to do was leave a urine sample there were people hobbling in and out for like physical exams and all of the all of the things and I was like I just need to leave my urine sample please did you find something kind of found it poppy plant produces opium a powerful narcotic whose derivatives include morphine codeine heroin and oxycodone let's go the poppy seeds I just wow. remember learning in farm ecology that if you eat enough poppy seeds, you'd have to eat literally a truck full of yeah, poppy like pounds seeds. And pounds. pounds and pounds of poppy seeds. But it could skew a drug test. So in my head, I was like, no, everything or bagels like, is sweet. Oh, no. Or nothing, no, everything but the bagel seasoning. Wait, for that me. is so funny to yeah. me. So fun fact for everybody. <laughs> that is where. That is a fun fact. There you go. Okay, what about you, Miss Kenna? Anything fun this week? Oh, no. I just have been rest, resting, and I mean, the Super Bowl was a hit. Back yeah. while Riri slayed. You? She's been all over my TikTok. You hosted, too, right? Yes. How'd it, it go? so fun. Good. So much good food, wings, queso. All the things. Little bacon weenies. Bacon fruit, weenies. Salad. <laughs> it was so fun. But, yeah, then that's when I hit the sack. Uh, and three I'm sorry, not very well. Um, the Eagles, strictly because shout out Brent Covey, he went to my high school. Oh yeah. Yeah, and we were on student council together. 
but Fun. and I've been friends with like his friend group like I've known them since I was a kid oh, so cool just like knowing someone yeah and they were the underdog so it right. was sad that they lost I know, I was kind of right. bummed, too. I really did not care, but Brooks wanted the Eagles, yeah. so therefore I wanted yeah. the Eagles, too. Yeah, that's usually how I am, too. Yeah. But I actually knew someone. Which is so, so cool. It's weird seeing people our age in the NFL. I don't know. Right? You're like, and that was his rookie year. That's so crazy. Can you imagine being in the Super Bowl your first no. year playing in the NFL? No. That's wild. Making some dollar-dollar some bills. dollar bills, so nice. Maybe we but should yeah, try out. The halftime had more views than the Super Bowl itself. You're did you kidding. see that? Yeah. Yes. It had like 118 million views and it was like 112 million for oh the Super Bowl itself. I think yeah. it's funny with all my favorite part actually about the Super Bowl were all the videos after the Super Bowl of people impersonating <laughs> Rihanna in the back. And the back dancers, yes. They yeah. were like marshmallows, yes. gnomes, whatever. They looked like them. the Marshall. Michelin Man? Marshallin Michelin. Michelin Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they <laughs> did. Or the, oh, and what is it? Charlie and Chocolate Factory? Yes. The little... What are they the called? The Oompa Loompas? Oompa Loompas, yeah. They were giving Oompa Loompas. <laughs> they were too. giving Oompa Loompas. But the second she came out, and my mom was like, she just had a baby, like, in June. And I was like, the whole controversy of the entire thing was like, is she pregnant or is this postpartum bod? And I saw on TikTok, and it was like... <laughs> Me trying to defend her postpartum body to all of my family members, but when she's actually she pregnant, actually pregnant. <laughs> but that was like, what I mean. I was like, she looks crazy. Yeah. In my head, I was like, dang, she's so pregnant. I was like, that thing's been cooking in yeah. there forever. I was really, I was like trying to understand like the whole time. I'm like, is she pregnant or is she not pregnant? Right. Because when did she give birth to her last baby? Literally, like May or June. So he, uh-huh. he's only ten months old. It's with so ASAP Rocky or ASAP Ferg. ASAP Rocky. Ooh. Yep. And then this is her second baby. That's so cute. The yeah. video of him watching her perform. I know, he's like, like... He's getting after it. It was so cute. It was like, that is the hype we all need. I know, so cute. And I was surprised. I knew, like, every single one of her songs. Yeah, she did good. She had yeah, a good... she did really good. And good everyone track. was hating, like, oh, she's not, like, Beyonce, like, dancing. And like, I'm like, yeah, she doesn't she's need pregnant. to be. Like, she's pregnant. She doesn't need to be. Like, she's Rihanna. Like, she's already, like, dope as it is. Like, right. I don't know. I'm not a big Beyonce fan, though unpopular opinion i actually am not either i'll get hate for that i don't know why i've never just been about her like she's vibe with beyonce mm-hmm. i do feel like she's a little overrated her people yeah. are like queen b i just yes. i never got on that train no me either and rihanna i think it's rihanna actually is how you say her name rihanna not rihanna you're kidding yeah what so i need to say rihanna yeah wow this blew my I'm mind. Like, maybe I need a fact remember check remember the so. the scandal with her and chris brown back in early 2000s Wait, what about? I'm pretty sure Chris Brown and her were together. It was the first, like, on my search bar. What How do you first pronounce things? Rihanna? It Rihanna. heard me talking. Rihanna. Okay, wait. Anna. Rihanna. Wait, how it's going to listen. We're going to listen. Oh, Say wait. it one more time. Maybe not. Rihanna. Rihanna. Oh. Thank no, you, but Google. the way she <laughs> says it, I swear I've heard her say Rihanna. Oh, well. It doesn't matter. All the same thing. Rihanna, Rihanna. Riri? Right, right? Riri. Riri. Okay. Riri. But yeah, back in early 2000s, Chris Brown and her were together. And I'm pretty sure there was some domestic violence with that. No. I feel like there are so many things we need to fact check today. Why am I spewing out all of this info? Fact check me on the Chris Brown thing. (laughs) Because I'm pretty sure it was such a big scandal. Chris Brown. Sexually assault or? No, I think it was physical physically 
trigger warning to anybody who may have experienced this. You might want to tune Wait, that makes me sad because I actually am obsessed with Chris Brown. I know. I don't know. I don't know why. I just remember on People Magazine, I was sitting in the grocery store with my mom. My favorite thing was reviewing the People Magazines while my mom was checking out. Oh, no. He did punch her. Yeah, he hit her. Oh, no. The deep news. In a sworn statement, LA detective said that Brown had punched Rihanna repeatedly in the face and arm, even biting her ear. So sad. Anyway. Oh, on to bigger and better. Wow. ASAP Rocky is. looks like he is just treating Dang her so well. It. I've always wanted to go to a Chris Brown concert because I love his music yeah. too. Yeah. I'm such a like 2000s like R&B Freaky music Friday. Really. Yeah, yeah, we know this. You love yeah. Freaky Friday. You're yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm <You're> spot right. on. <laughs> Not wrong. Yeah, I really love Chris Brown's music, but ever Dang, that since that happened, sad. and like when I listen to his music. I just can't. Yeah, I didn't can't know see that. Past it. That I makes don't. Me sad. I don't stand a man who hits women. Let's take a second to talk about mixers. Mixers is an all-natural drink mix supplement made by women for women to support your unique health and happiness. They have carefully and lovingly crafted each product to support you in all stages of your life, providing you with optimal health you deserve. Not to mention, they taste so dang good. They offer a variety of different supplements, including Her Time for hormone balance, Her Greens for your daily greens, Her Nightly, and Her Baby, which obviously I am on board for being an OBGYN nurse, my favorite product. There are so many other great options on their website that everyone should go look into. If you are new to Mixers and want to choose a product that is right for you, you can take a quiz on Mixers.com to get matched with products that are handpicked for your specific needs. Use code K&K10 at checkout for 10% off. Again, that is K-A-N-D-K, the number 10, for 10% off your next Mixer's order. Hope y'all love it. We will just hit the ground running with nursing school. So, me and Katie both, I'm pretty sure, put all of our eggs in one basket with getting into nursing school, right? Did you have any, like... Nope. Other options? Nope. Yeah, me either. It was like nursing or die. (laughs) So uh, for me, I think what we'll start with is like prerequisites, getting into the program. Um, So I actually applied to BYU. Okay. And I, my whole family is just like big BYU fans. So I was thinking, oh my gosh, like I would love to go to BYU, get in their nursing program. And I didn't get in. And I was, like, devastated. And I always had stellar grades. I had, like, an average ACT score. Okay. But then I was like, okay, well, UVU has a great program as well. Right. Um, And I'm actually so, so glad that I went to UVU. I met my husband in one of our classes. I probably would have not met him if I had not gone to UVU. We just, like, barely knew some of the same people. Like, crossed enough, but I don't think we'd ever, like, would have hung out. And we had a class together. So I'm like, I probably wouldn't have met him. And then I just feel like the school was, like, really fitting for me. Right. Um, So I'm really glad that I went to UVU. And I know you went, Katie went to BYU. Yeah, I went to BYU. I had to apply twice. So I transferred from BYU-Hawaii. Yeah, that's right. And when I did that, I had my associate's degree. So I kind of, I didn't have any of the... Really? Yeah. So I... How long did you live in Hawaii? Just a year. So backstory, I played softball at BYU-Hawaii, and after my two semesters there, they canceled the sports program, so I knew going into it, 
that there would only be one year of athletics left, mm-hmm. one season left. But I still went because I was, like, living in Hawaii. That sounds like an absolute dream. Mm-hmm. So after that, I transferred to BYU to play softball. And I actually ended up playing rugby instead. And that's yeah. a whole different story. So we'll get into that a different day. Um, but at that period in time, I just graduated with my associate's degree from Hawaii. So I did it in 13 months. Wow. So it was pretty quick. It was quite expedited. But mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to transfer to Provo. And it's hard transferring between CES schools. So that is what was recommended to me. And then I ended up getting into BYU after finishing my associate's degree. Mm. Um, and then from that period of time, I had to do all my prereqs in two semesters, or I guess it was like, it was winter semester and then spring, summer. So I did Mm -hmm. all of them. And then I applied for that following fall and I didn't get in. Mm -hmm. And then I was devastated Mm because I was like, okay, I just busted my hump for six months with all of these prereqs for just to not get in. And it actually was the best thing to ever happen because I reapplied, got in the second time. And I feel like the people that I met, the experiences that I had, super, super great. Mm -hmm. So if you have to apply more than once, you're not the only one. Yeah, it happens. It happens for a reason. And I also feel like if I didn't get in that second time, I wouldn't have met Brooks. Mm -hmm. Because the friend group that I was in was with one of the girls in my study group. Mm -hmm. And that was the friend group where I met Brooks. So Hmm. anyway, it's funny, though. It is funny. And at the time, you're probably, like, devastated, so sad. You have to look at the bigger picture, and then yes. like, then you're gonna tackle something else, and like, it's gonna be even better than you expected. So much better. That's crazy that we both like had that. Yeah. Cute. For prereqs, though, yes. I we had one prereq class in particular that there was a gal, and BYU was on a point system the first time I applied, and then they changed the application process, and I think that's why I got in the second time. But the first time you applied, everything was a point, so. If you had 0.5 GPA higher than somebody, that was, like, a point more for you. Like, it literally, everything Wait, was a point Wait, and you're saying applied to just the school in general, not to the nursing no, program? No, just to the nursing program. I don't know how it works with the school. But when you're applying to the nursing program, or at least when I applied the first time, again, they've switched the application and whatnot. But the first time, everything was a point. So it's, like, your ACT is out of a certain amount of points. Your oh, yeah, GPA yeah. is out of a certain amount of points. And then they tallied that up. And basically, it was, like, whoever had X amount of points and higher got in. Yeah. And that was tricky because with prereqs, I encountered some individuals who would give people the false answers for homework questions because if their GPA was higher, that gave them an extra point above you. Yes. Oh, that is, like, so sneaky. So Mm. sneaky malicious almost yes because so you I, want people to fail so you, you want people won't to fail. get in right oh that's hard i do remember them having a different system but then they changed it because they changed it. it wasn't it wasn't working. <laughs> was not working clearly well and i knew they probably wanted like not just like the smartest you know yes. like yeah yeah they wanted a variety and yeah. then they did interviews and, like video portions but the that's first good. time we applied there was none of that it was that's literally crazy. just like paper yeah whatever was on paper was there so the first time I did, didn't get in, they told me I was the first alternate. So if somebody oh, dropped out, I would have yeah, gotten in. Yeah. And I'm really glad nobody dropped out. Yeah, that's crazy. That's so kind of lucky. We had like three people drop wow. out in our cohort. But like one had a baby. One was like, no, sales is life. Sales is life. <laughs> You're kidding. Yeah. And then another one kind of just slipped through the cracks. I'm not really sure. I feel like as you go, you will lose some cohort members, yeah. which is really sad. But yeah. With ours, so how you get into the program, 
Well, and prerequisites are a little bit different, I think, school to school. And I had put all my eggs in ba one basket at UVU. Because I uh, was like, I'm doing nursing. Right. Um, some people were like, oh, I'm applying to the U, to Weber, like, just in case I don't get into UVUs. And I was like, well, frick, like, I am committed. UVU or die. Yeah, I literally was. I was like, it's convenient. I've already done all my courses here. I live in Provo and Orem. Like, it would just yeah. work better that way. And you ours is based off of your grades and then a tease test did you do the tease uh -uh. it's like a act format but for college students interesting um okay. and it has like a science math english and uh, reading section oh and they tell you when you meet with your counselors also i never really got good counselors i feel like all the pre-nursing counselors that you view were not clutch like i just don't really? feel like anyone really knew how to help me and then I found one and she was like can you do this this and this and I'm like that is what I needed someone just right. tell me what these are the do. things I need like other people were just like oh do your best yes and forget I'm like, the rest no like that's not helpful so like this worse. is a competitive program like I need more yeah. guidance um but she said you need like at least an 82 on the t's to get considered because that's like the minimum the minimum what they expect which I think they kind of say it's a little bit higher so you mm -hmm. like just probably study harder I don't know and then the GPA the average was like a three eight five or something and I had good grades I was not stressed about my grades I got like right. mostly A's and maybe like a few A minuses and so my the T's test I I got to take it twice and you only can take it oh. once um how did you get to take it twice it shut down in the middle of my test for what? an hour I sat there for an hour, and then... Was it at a facility or at home? At UVU, like, oh, wow. in their testing center. And it shut down for an hour, and I think I just, like, once I got back into it, I was so anxious, and so I got, like, a 76 or something. Yeah. I was, like, devastated. Um, and they don't let you retake it. You can only take it twice in, like, a year or five years, something, like, crazy. And so I got, like, an exception from the testing center saying it shut down, and I took it to, like, a nursing advisor, and I said, look, like... I don't think this was fair. Yeah. I didn't get, like, the accurate opportunity that everyone else got. So, they let me retake it, and I got, like, an 80-something. So, I was like, okay. Kind of clutch. Like, barely snuck through the cracks. But I was like, no, I, like, I have to get in this semester. And then we, after that, so, basically, it's just on paper with the test score and your grades. Mm -hmm. And then they select those who they do the interview with. Okay. So... I think for my cohort or, like, my semester, they had probably, like, 150 applicants, and they only interviewed, like, 75, and then they took 60, or they interviewed 90. Wow. So my cohort had less. Like, the one before me, they had, like, 350 applicants, yeah. and they interviewed 100, and then took 50. Wow. So, like, definitely we had less our semester, just mm -hmm. depending on the time of the year. Yeah. But... I got in. That's all that counts. And it was great. Yeah. Nobody tells you how competitive it feels while you're in nursing school. I don't know if you felt like this, or maybe it was just the nature of my cohort. In nursing school, I did not feel like I had competition, really. Really? Yeah. May have just been my cohort, but I felt like everybody was kind of competing with each other. I think to... that's a lot of, like, BYU culture. Yes. And I'm not trying to hate on it at all. Very much so. But everyone I talked to, they said that that's how they felt. Yes. It like, was, like... It was wild. It was, like, 
oh, what'd you get on a test? Oh, well, I got this on a test. Or it almost yeah. felt like you were trying to beat other people. Yeah. And it's like you're not trying to beat other people. Like, you're yeah. all in it together. You're all going to nursing school. You're mm-hmm. all wanting to go into the same career. Mm-hmm. Just help each other. Mm-hmm. And if I had to go back and do one thing differently, it would be to not get in my head as much about mm-hmm. comparing myself to other people yeah, because be so it's hard. not a competition. And, I mean, I, I did good. I had good grades. Yeah. I obviously passed. But it doesn't matter if you're at the top of the list or bottom of the list as far as rank goes in the class. If you pass the classes, you're still going to be a nurse. Yeah, and exactly. it doesn't matter. Like, they're not going to ask you when you're inserting an IV, oh, what'd you get in pharmacology? No, no one cares. Nobody cares. It's like, yeah. oh, did you pass the NCLEX? Oh, you passed nursing school? Great. Yeah. And if I had any advice to give anybody, it'd just be, hey, just don't treat it as a competition. Just yeah. help each other. Yeah. You know? That's good. There were probably, like, a few people that were like that. Maybe just, like, because it's their personality. Just, like, be competitive. But, no, I feel like we all studied together. Like, everyone was, like, so awesome about, like, yeah using our notes. And it was so great. Good. Yeah. So good. I feel like that. I had a really good study group. That's and good. I was grateful for that. I don't know. Did you have, like, a group of, like, four or five? And- yes. So, I, I, like, wrote that down. And I was, like, get your study group or, like, your nursing school besties. So, I had a few friends, like, my first semester that I had known, like, throughout the prereqs that we had classes together so when I got into the program Mm -hmm. I already had like a couple of friends and then they were just in my like simulation group I don't know like how you made your friends yeah okay so sim lab um but then like as I got further in the program like I just like started to find like people that like were really similar to my personality and then now we're all like still really good friends that's so fun and like I talk to one of them like all the time like we get lunch all the time like I'm really close with them and like that's what got me through school was just like having those good friends totally yeah I had a similar experience I had a group and it was awesome we still try and get together every now and again mm-hmm. even after school mm-hmm. and we all touch base and actually one of them just texted a photo of their cute little belly they announced they're pregnant so like this cute. past week and they sent a message to our group before they like posted on social media and it's kind of fun having those friends like Yes, you have your freshman year friends. Yes, you have your college friends. But it's a different vibe when you're literally in the depths of H-E double hockey sticks. Yeah. And you're doing it with other people. Well, and they they get it, too. And I talked to, like, some of my coworkers when I was a CNA about, like, working in the ER. Um, And they're like, just know, like, when you work in the ER, those – and it's similar to nursing school. Like, those friends, like, they understand, like, what you're going through. And it's, like, in healthcare – Especially yeah. the ER, when you go through a lot of traumatic experiences together, you start to rely on those coworkers. Right. Maybe more than your family because, like, they, they were understand. there. They understand it. And, like, as much as you can explain it to someone else, yeah, they just, like, they didn't live it with you. Yeah. So that's why nursing school friends are, like, so cool because they, like, went they through know. the hardest thing with you. And your yeah. spouse. Like, my spouse totally saw, like, how hard it – how much hard work it was. But, yeah, like, he didn't do the actual studying and, like, right. learning and – yeah crying (laughs) it's it's no joke nursing school is no joke and similarly I feel like with any type of healthcare education it's just you're dealing with people's lives and so when it's life or death literally life or death like that's I'm not even exaggerating that is not a hyperbole it's just life or death they have to discipline you and they have to like get on you because if you mess up a med calculation or if you don't do your med rights or you know anything like that if it's not drilled into your brain or you don't have the repetition or if you make a mistake and you're not reprimanded 
that could be somebody's life, like an yeah, actual life. No, it's just so so serious. So serious. And I'm like grateful that like they're really strict about it. Yes. Totally. I definitely had some more strict than others. But yes, yes. <laughs> I'm like, some of them, I'm like, y'all need to go get a glass of milk. Yeah. I don't know why a glass of milk. It just came to mind. But somebody needs to take a chill pill. <laughs> I sometimes thought, though, that the prerequisites were harder than the actual nursing program for me because yeah. that was when it was more competitive. It was like, okay, you have to get in. Like, I had to get A's. But in the nursing program, it was like, you need to get a B. Yeah, you just need to pass. And you sh- that's fine. Right. And it was like, once I was in the program, they're like, you've already made it here. Like, we just want you to be good nurses. Just stay here. Yeah. And they, and they do everything they can to, like, keep you. Yeah. Too. And they were so kind, like, my instructors and everything. So that's why I felt like once you get into the nursing program, like, it's hard because the, like, routine changes. The, right. like, you just have to figure out how, like, to do nursing school. Yeah. But, like, the actual, like, stress on myself, I feel like, of, like, being good enough was gone. It was just, like... Right. I've made it this far. Like, I can be a good nurse. That's awesome. So. Yeah, I I think just with prereqs in general, they're just, it is stressful because you do have that kind of lingering mm-hmm. over you the whole time. You're like, am I going to get in? Am yeah, I going to get in? Yeah, it's just the unknown. Right. And once you're in, you're like, oh. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Great. Okay, let's just be a nurse now. Totally. I definitely had really bad anxiety about failing out, though, because I just felt like every time I took a test, and I'm, I'm sure this is across the board, with all nursing schools, but if your average wasn't a C average on your test, and for whatever reason, like, I never got a C in a class, Mm -hmm. or I think I got a C on, like, one test, but that was so daunting to me, and I would be so anxious leading up to every exam the whole time, because I was like, I'm gonna fail out, like, I'm gonna fail out, and (laughs) I wish wish there wasn't that big of a dark cloud, because the chances of failing when you study, you know, is like, I know Small. if you've never really failed, like, you're probably not going to. Yes, but I yeah. was so intimidated up yeah. until graduation that I was like, I'm not going to make it. Like, what if I fail? And I, that's probably a me problem for sure. But no, I think especially, like, we have that personality. It's like, if you're not getting an A, yes. you're a failure yes. anyway. Yeah. I'm so like, if you're getting a C, then it's like... Well, might as well I just suck. drop out now. Which is so stupid because... It's not what it is no. at all. It's just the pressure about yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Anna, do you have any fun experiences you want to talk about? Let everybody know. Yes, so I recommend everyone doing this if your school offers it in nursing school. We could do an internship, so it was like an extra class, and it counted as one of your elective courses. I don't know if BYU did that, where you had to have like a certain amount of like nursing electives to graduate. Did you guys have that? They literally laid out our schedule for us. Really? So, yeah, we just did whatever schedule. Okay, <laughs> so we had to pick, like, five different, have five credits of nursing electives. Oh, interesting. And that could be, they gave you, like, a list of, like, 10 to 15 things, but one of them was an internship, and it was basically a second capstone, so you needed, like, 100 hours, and I chose mm-hmm. the ER because I knew I wanted to do L&D or ER, I just, and I couldn't decide which one I liked more. So I did my internship in the ER, and I did it my se- before my second to last semester, and I feel like it helped me a ton, like, going into my last semester, like, preparing for the NCLEX, just, like, seeing, like, that broad of things in the yeah. ER that you do see helped me a ton, and I saw so much. That was, like, the first time I did a code and did, like, compressions and wow. a code. I, like, saw so many gunshot wounds. Like, really? I saw, like, so many, like, crazy things, but there was so much psych that I was, like, okay... I don't know if I can do this. Not for you. And yeah, and psych, for those who like aren't in nursing school, it's psychiatry. 
I don't know, like, psychiatric nursing? Mm-hmm. Is that how I'd say it? Yeah. So, like, um, mental health Yeah, mental nursing. health. So, people who have, like, schizophrenia or suicidal thoughts. Um, and I just feel like I had a hard time, like, being a good nurse in that area. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, mm, maybe the ER isn't for me. But I'm so glad I did that because I saw so much. Right. We, good experience. Yeah. And then I got my L&D capstone, which is awesome. The other thing that I recommend, if you go to UVU, they do something that's called the Senior Games. And you go to St. George, the class is only first block, so it's only half a semester, and it's, like, pretty easy. You just talk about, like, aging and, like, health as you get older, and then you go to St. George, and you do the senior games, and the senior games, it's, like, every year, and people from, like, all over the world come, and they do, like, bicycling, they do running, they do, like, honestly, the most random, like, sports. They have table tennis, they have normal tennis. And then wow. you do, like, health um, screenings on everyone. Oh. So we did, like, blood pressures. We did cholesterol, like, levels. That's cool. We did balance. Like, a bunch wow. of random testing on all these older adults. So you have to commit three days in St. George. But I went with all of my nursing school besties. We got a little hotel. Fun. And, like, made it a fun weekend. So that was, like, honestly one of the highlights. It was just, like, so fun. And Now, did they pay for you or did you have to pay your way when you went You only there? had to pay for, like, your stay. Okay. And we just, like, split it between, like, six girls. So. Oh, Wow. That's super yeah. cool. Yeah. I wish BYU offered that. No, they literally, when we chose our envelopes, they call it, uh-huh. it's like the list of courses with your clinical involved, and they kind of map everything out. So, like, pathophys is one semester, and phys is one semester, so they tell you what classes that aren't is in it the program. For every person, though, like, when no. they're taking it? Oh. Everybody has, like, the same schedule. Okay. The only thing that's different are the lab times and your clinical sites, but then everything else is, like, the exact same. Okay, yeah. So... But I wish they had, like, electives to choose yeah. from because that would be nice because they literally just handed us, like, this is your class load this semester. These are the classes oh, you need to sign up yeah. for outside of the program. Yeah. And, yeah, so that was it. But that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, just kind of fun. Like, something different. Yeah, totally. And I know BYU does the Taiwan or you can choose where you go, right, for, like, Yes. The- I am so upset about this. So I think it's in between fifth and sixth semester depending on when you started, they have you go on a study abroad. So they mm-hmm. have ones that are internationally. They also have ones that are in, in the U.S. as well. And I think even ones in Utah for people who are yeah. unable to travel. Um, but unfortunately, due to COVID, that was my semester, it got canceled. That sucks. So the semester above me and then my semester, we didn't get to go. And isn't it like required? It's required. Mm-hmm. So it's spring semester after your fifth semester or before your sixth, however that works. I don't know because I didn't get to go. I don't really. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my gosh, that sucks so bad. Yeah. So they have options for like Taiwan. The I was a research assistant for um, one of the professors who takes people to Finland. Oh. So Finland was an option. I know they had like the VA up in Salt Lake if people didn't want to travel. Okay. They had like DC. The one that I really wanted to go on was the Czech Republic one. Okay, yes. Yeah, so Dang I'm really it. I'm really bummed about that, that actually. That is a bummer. Yeah, so. I know UVU does the Taiwan one, but it's, okay. like, not. Not required. Required. Yeah. Hmm. Wondering, I'm like, can I go back? Something else that got canceled due to COVID that I'm actually really sad about. Fifth semesters after ICU semester, they do, like, a drill where they have the theater students come, and they're the actors, and it's, like, a big mass casualty 
simulation. So it's all over the campus. What? Uh-huh. But ours got canceled because of COVID. So we had to do COVID one virtually. COVID is a life ruiner. Yes, they made us do it virtually. So I just saw pictures of it previously. And basically, they give you a scenario of, like, a, a mass, like, a shooting, a mass shooting, or, like, a disaster, a natural disaster. And there's all these people who are injured. And each person, one of the theater students, is has a plays a different role so some of them are like a green some of them are red some of them are black depending on how critical they are and then you have to assess them and treat them and they have a card of being like this is what I have this is how I need to be treated and then they basically like tell you if you like save them or not and it's all over campus so there's like underground tunnels at BYU that um a gal I knew a couple semesters ahead of me they had theirs I think it was like a I don't know a natural disaster tornado hurricane something And they got to go under all the tunnels of BYU, and all the theater kids were under there, like, scattered throughout. that is so cool. I'm sad for you. And on the day, so you have to be prepared, ready to go at a certain time. On the day, they drop a location, and you have to report to that location. So it could be anywhere on campus, and you, like, run, and it's supposed to be, like, really, really cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Mine was literally online. We had something like that, but they were teddy bears. And they were just in our sim lab. <laughs> so way less traumatic. Oh, but the same funny. thing, like, this yeah. has happened to me. Aww. But it was a teddy bear. It's so cute. You're like, oh, hey, just gonna just check on like, you. Like, yours is way more legit. Dang. Yeah, I COVID, I feel like, was a hard, hard thing. Super hard. Because you had, we were there at the same time. Yeah, so. like, classes online. It took away a little bit of the learning. Like, I definitely feel like we were at, at least I felt at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Like, just didn't get the most of it. And right. they tried, and we tried. Like, there was so, so much. Because no one had ever done that before. Right. But Being a nurse, or in nursing school during COVID, too, and still having to go to the clinicals was terrifying. I don't know if you felt yeah. like that. I was just like, I don't know if I'm bringing home COVID to my family. Yes. Like, the semester after, I just remember and getting fitted for the N95 yeah. and everything. And it just was, it was so overwhelming. Just, yeah. A, being in nursing school during that time. Like, it was hard for everybody. But seeing it firsthand and just being a student and saying, is this something I really want to do? That was the hardest part. I was like, is this really what it's going to be like working in a hospital? Like, yeah. I was like, this is not why I chose this. No. Like, I didn't want to just take care of COVID patients and... Right. That was nerve-wracking, getting out. I felt like that was all I saw. So I'm like, is this really what working in the hospital is like? Yeah. And then we got out of it, and I'm like, oh my gosh. It's okay. It is so okay. Like, it's so different. Yeah. But it definitely gave us a run for our money. I was terrified. And I feel like we are still being affected by COVID. Just, like, regulations have changed and things are more strict. Totally. Yeah. Any other, like, highlights of nursing school for you? I have a, I think all of my highlights revolve, well, A, just making really great friends. I think that was one of my big highlights. But I was really involved with research at the BYU College Nursing. That'd be so fun. So I did a ton of sexual assault research, and I got to present my research that I did with my team at state, international, and national conferences, which was cool. Sweet. And then I also participated in some other research for nursing students with disabilities. And we were able to publish a manuscript into wow. the journal Professional Nursing. Wow. And yeah. I so didn't know that. Kind of fun. I just feel like all so of... so cool. That's, like, such a rare opportunity, I feel like, totally. too. Like, how'd you even know to do that? The research? Yeah. Honestly, the dean was 
one of our, or the assistant dean, I guess, but she was teaching one of our classes, and I remember her saying, if you're interested in this kind of research, like, we have some positions available, and my mom is actually a sexual assault nurse examiner. We call them SANE nurses. She did that while I was growing up, and it's basically a volunteer position, and so I have a lot of background in that. I knew what it was, and that basically is what um, that's cool. Dr. Valentine and Leslie or Dr. Leslie Miles were doing as well. So I, I just felt right for the job. I felt good about it and it honestly opened so many doors. So I'm really glad I did that. That's cool. I just feel like sometimes you don't know about those opportunities. Yeah. So one thing I'd say, cool. and we're going to go into tips and tricks next week. So yes, this is your, <laughs> this, this is, <laughs> we have, we could talk about nursing school literally for literally ever. ever. Like it was years and years. Yes. But one thing I would say, one of my tips before next week, before we get into all that, is if you don't know where to start for research or if, I don't know, if you just want to be involved, there's always websites available, or I guess at BYU, there's a website that has all of the research that's being conducted at BYU and Mm -hmm. the professors who are attached to each research topic, so you could reach out to them and... I don't know even if they're not hiring just reaching out to them and saying hey this is something I'm really interested in how can I get involved because they might yeah. not be hiring then but maybe they'll keep you in mind later that's but, cool yeah I just think if she didn't say that I wouldn't have known yeah. so and I'm like I never felt like I had like that kind of option which that would have been like super cool but then also you're like in nursing school and you already have so many things on your plate it's like oh one yeah. more thing but yeah, it it's overwhelmed. so worth it yeah, I was supposed to go to Barbados with the oh. nursing students with disabilities one, but then again, COVID. We we're going to go out there and Dang. a big thing, actually the professor that I was working under is legally blind. She Yay. has, I believe, like a, a high acuity muscular degeneration uh-huh. or something along those lines with her sight, and so she can see everything out of her peripheral. She can't see anything in the middle, and so, but she's still a nurse. Like, she's still functioning as, functioning cool. as a nurse. And... Anyway, yeah, so she was going to take a group of us to Barbados to help with blind people. I don't I don't even know what we were going to do because everything got canceled, so <laughs> never got the, the outline. I just got the rough rough draft. <laughs> never the edited copy. That's funny. I guess we can wrap things up with this episode. We will, like Katie said, tap into tips and tricks during nursing school, how to study for the NCLEX how to manage your schedule, stuff like that. So, obviously, we have a lot to talk about. With so much to talk about. When we need to get this off our chest, apparently. Yes. And share our knowledge. <laughs> we were planning on doing it today, but we just got too wrapped up. And this episode would be two hours long. Yeah, so. so we'll save it for next week. We'll do a part two. But thank you guys for listening. Happy Wednesday. We hope that you guys have a great week and you take all of our nursing school advice with you. And we love you guys. And we're your friendly neighborhood neighborhood nurses. Bye. See ya. Please follow our Instagram, K&K Cosmetics, for behind the scenes of our lives as women's health nurses and cosmetic injectors. You can see our weekly topics and story submissions through our Instagram. So check it out. We also would love if you would rate and review this podcast on Apple and Spotify so we can keep giving you optimal content that keeps you coming back. We love you guys. Thanks so much.